Oh, man. You know, every time I hear that smooth jazz playing on Monday nights, I know it's time for a good time here at KPFT HD2, uh, technically 90.1 on FM, but we're not on FM, even though we are FM Rager. Hey, everybody. This is your host, Connor Clifton, joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Ned Gale. Ned, how the heck are you? I'm doing pretty fantastic. You call this smooth jazz? I, I feel like this is band. harsh jazz, big jazz. Yeah, big jazz. <laughs> Wild jazz, wacky jazz. All right, the secret's out. I don't know anything about jazz. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm jazzed to hear it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm jazzed to be here on the show, man. <laughs> hey, let me ask you, how was your freaking weekend? Oh, man, my freaking weekend. Uh, the, this weekend was the Galveston Art Walk, so Saturday I had some, uh, some pieces up over at Devil in the Deep Brewery. Mm. Uh, it was pretty cool. I went over to the Galveston Art Center and checked out uh, Quintron and Miss Pussycat. Had a really cool exhibit as well as a name I can't remember where they did a bunch of wood cutouts of uh, uh, Dairy Queen. It was super awesome. It was a really, really cool exhibit. If you're uh, ever down in Galveston in the next month, if you're ever down in the next month, if you're down there in the next month, go check it out. It's fantastic. Right. And go see my art at Devil in the Deep Brewery. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> all right. Is there a place where we can find that on, on Instagram or anything? Do you know if the brewery has an Instagram? At Devil in the Deep Brewery. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, Sunday, uh, recorded some episodes of Honey, I Shrunk the Binge, which is coming back in February. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Save it for the plugs, buddy. Okay. Well. But I am excited. <laughs> I heard you guys recording. I heard about some of the episode concepts. And let me tell you, you heard it here first. Honey, I Shrunk the Binge is coming back in a big way. Okay, save it for the plugs, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you? How was your freaking weekend? Uh, I didn't do much of anything. Um, just watched a lot of documentaries on Saturday. Right on. A lot of documentaries. Hang out with Rahul, friend of the show. Nice, nice. And Sunday, uh, while y'all were recording the podcast, I went in my room and watched Avengers. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you know, it was <laughs> fun. And then at night... I was looking at that Super Blood Wolf movie. Oh, yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, I yeah. saw it. I howled at it. Yeah, that's right. We both howled at it. We went yeah. to the neighborhood bonfire. I said, how does the moon do that? <laughs> <laughs> we threw a bunch of Christmas trees in a bonfire. <laughs> it, was, it was just a, a, a great time. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a little, you know, uh, Cody mentioned, a uh, friend of the show, mm-hmm. uh, Cody was there and he mentioned to me, like, how many incantations do you think are being uh, said tonight? And I told him, none right now. The moon's not completely equipped and but to be fair i don't know much about satanic incantations but speaking of our guest today it's someone who i'm pretty sure knows a lot about demonic incantation it's john wayne kaminawe john wayne how the heck are you i'm great connor i i didn't know if this was the kind of show where i wasn't allowed to speak until you introduced me it is. It is. Okay, yeah. good. So yeah. I just went with that. We, we turned your mic off, so even if you tried, you just look like oh, a lovely. complete dud. <laughs> That's the, I'm used to that. Though, a lot has but. changed since the last time you've been on the show. We have that new rule about don't speak unless spoken to. Mm-hmm. And another mm-hmm. thing that's changed, you got friggin' married. I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. You're, you're a husband now. I am. I, I am. I'm working towards being a kept husband. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, does that mean like you, you, you stay a husband or kept as in like you're kept nice and clean, kept tidy? You know, I'm just kept. I, I don't have to work. <laughs> I stay at home. I play with the dogs. I take <laughs> cute pictures on my Instagram. I'm in a small I write cage. the next American yeah. novel, great American novel. Ooh. And, uh, you know, all those things. And then and, and my my wife, Katie, supports <laughs> me very much. I love her very much. Also friend she's of the show. Yeah. Friend of the sh- You guys have a lot of friends of the show. Well, we, we do. We don't have a show. 
show for yeah. <laughs> the show is really yeah wow nobody oh, yeah. is me and ned's friends we can't find friends but our yeah. show has so many friends. I, I just yeah. i saw that the instagram uh, your actually your facebook page has more followers than either of you guys have combined <laughs> well, so <laughs> I, maybe the show is doing something right as far as friend friendship is concerned look we found a recipe that works for us and we're nailing it that's cool i actually prefer hanging out with the show to you guys anyway so hey completely understandable me too yeah i've listened Hashtag. to the show yeah. it's great <laughs> it's uh, all right so, John Wayne, for people who don't know, John Wayne is a near and dear friend to both of us. We've Aww. known him way before the show. You were a member of Micro Satan. Yes. And you're a comedian, a host, you're an author, a podcaster. You've got musician. all these different things yeah. going on. Musician, yes. Yeah, a musician as well. Magician also. What? Oh, my God. Nah, I'm just joking. Ah, um. So, you're a prankster as well. <laughs> oh. Okay. But you've got a new book that's coming out. That already it, has come out, correct? It did. came out on Saturday. Ooh. Nice. What and what's the name book? of that book? The book is called As Seen on TV. Mm. Much like the famed products that we all love that makes our, have made our lives easier for years and years. Um, that's what the book is named for. <laughs> nice. Has well, can you tell has us, nothing to do with anything like that. Can you give us a synopsis no. of the book? Uh, yeah, absolutely. This book is about uh, a serial killer named Artie who is obsessed with as-seen-on-TV products. In a, in a weird way where he believes that within each product lies a secret extra power that they have and he tinkers with them to unlock the extra cleaning capability or extra <laughs> popcorn capability that this that these machines have this isn't about him killing people this isn't a, about a, a killing spree or anything like that uh, Artie's been a killer for years 20 plus years and he has gotten away scot-free every single time he's never been uh, even suspected he's never been one of those serial killers that wants to get caught he's always known when to leave town at the right time and pick up somewhere else um he's just very very good at it and he takes pride in the fact that he hasn't uh gotten caught and eluded and been able to live his life like this for so many years then one day uh, a strange man moves into the garage apartment next to him Ooh. and he and Artie start having interactions that are odd and off-putting and Artie starts to wonder if maybe there's some other reason why he hasn't been caught all these years not just his own careful planning so Ooh. I don't want to divulge more but there's lots of blood there's lots of popcorn Ooh. there's lots of fun as seen on TV products lots of history I actually did research uh, a lot of as seen on TV stuff when I wrote this do you, do you have a favorite as seen on TV product or rather one that you've like actually purchased from TV or at a CVS, you know. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I've actually never bought an as-seen-on-TV product what? myself. What? Um, spoilies, yes. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't know if y'all had this when y'all were growing up, but at the Woodlands Mall, they had a store the called... The As-Seen-on-TV store. The As-Seen-on-TV store. What? And, and I don't know, like, uh, when I was doing, like, pro a promotion leading up to the book, um, I was posting, like, those... Uh, like little fat. I don't know if you guys saw them. I was posting little facts about like as seen on TV products, and then I would sneak in one about a serial killer in there. And uh, ninety, I think this is ninety-five percent of all as seen on TV products are bought, purchased in a store, 
uh, rather than from the infomercials. But the infomercials still run because they're immensely popular. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Because it's like an advertisement to go buy it in the store anyway. So, but yeah, okay. it, you know, it, it, the the business shifted. It it was all call in, all like just that was the only avenue. Now they they moved them, and you get at. Uh, I mean, I don't want. I don't know. Are you guys sponsored by? Uh, can I say like Walgreens? We're or, not sponsored or, by anybody. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Rager you know cannot what? be bought. I'm not going to say any of the places you can get them, but a lot of places, and they do have those as seen on TV stores. Those like little hey, there's a store, yeah. You know, the times have changed. People don't want to order stuff from a phone. They want to go to a store and buy it, <laughs> buy it and they yeah. want to. And it's yes. been a complete shift. Yeah. It's such a and yeah, and you know what? It's kind of it's going to bounce back though. Everything comes back around. Soon we're going to be calling in one eight hundred numbers to get things. Hey, speaking of calling in. I think we should come up with a product as heard on this show. Oh, as we can sell people and okay. call in and we'll take orders and sell it. Because look, we're not making any money doing this show. We need a little bit of side cheddar. We need some cheese coming. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so what well, well, speaking of which, I got some market research here. I got some comments over here on the page. Uh, okay. Jack Killen asks, is this book better than Death Packs and Left Handed Paths? Because that's my favorite so far. Oh, uh, I can tell you, Jack really, really loved that book. That thank you, Jack. That um, and I really, really love Jack. Uh, shouts out. But uh, that's a, that's one of my uh, books. That that's the first Grindhouse book I put out. This book is also on Grindhouse Press. Um, my third one that I've done with them. And uh, you know, I I don't like to think as any of my babies are better than the other ones. But <laughs> I, I'll say that I do grow with each one. I write each book. I write. This is my seventh book. And I, I can actually, I actually consciously know that I write different now than I did two years ago, even like it's a, it's a growth, like learning, like learning from what you do every single time and just like applying that knowledge back. So it just, so it keeps growing. So I would say this would be like the, you may see like the biggest growth, maybe like a, a solid uh, maybe my voice is solidifying a little bit in this one. Um, okay, that's so, really. In- Go ahead. Now. Oh, I was going to say this is just a product idea. Uh, I'm hearing growth, and I think people mm-hmm. might want to buy a growth for their body. Ed, because people want to show that they're growing. So if we if we have a growth, you can buy something you can put on your neck. Why not uh, like on your shoes forehead? With, like bigger uh, platforms on them, so people look platform taller. shoes or uh, arm extensioners. Ooh, what about like quados? But yeah, and they just remind you to do things, you know, Ooh. like, don't forget to get the laundry. You know? Wait, is that like Krang? What is that? Oh my God. <laughs> what? Well, wait, Total kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Quato's no, pretty no, similar it's not Krang. like Krang at all. Krang was a brain that controlled like a robot body. This is a, a being yeah. that was growing off of Arnold Schwarzenegger that was telling him stuff like, you need to get, like, what did he say? <laughs> Open your mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. So it's nothing like Krang, but, but thank you for bringing up Krang. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, he, it was he, just. He was, I think I'm going to sell Crank. Yeah, you're going to sell was, Crank. Yeah, I'm he selling was, Crank on the streets. He was a killer character. Oh, what if there was a drug called Crank? Crank, Crank. Oh. We should. If we're not going to sell Crank, we should at least sell the pilot of our new cop drama where they got to take Crank off the street. Are you talking about Crank Two High Voltage? Oh man. <laughs> oh. Well, look. Um, I guess we're in the drug game now. We're going to be selling Crank. If you want to buy some Crank from us, some hot sticky Crank, I like. Give us a call at seven. 713-526-8737. One three five two six eight seven three seven. We were told that we say the number too fast, so we're slowing it down. 
could say. Hey, uh, here's something that we could incorporate with that. You uh, earlier you asked what my favorite product was. Yeah, when we got yeah. off the, the tangent though. Is it Fushigi? I, um, I, I just don't ever talk to me about that. <laughs> uh, I've always had a, a fond passion in my heart for the clapper. Uh, an oldie but a goodie but when I was a kid that commercial was on all the time mm. all the time you heard that that's where you clap on clap off light yes and uh, I always wanted one so so bad but we never got one now don't try to demonstrate it in here because I'm this not. entire studio is hooked up to a clapper <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah. but here's the thing like uh, I told you I was doing research you know when those those came out the commercials make them look so cool but mm-hmm. they would they would respond to any like the door closing the dog barking if you coughed like they responded to all if these your different big mouth signals. Billy Bass started singing. Oh no! Don't no! You get stuck in like a vortex. Like <laughs> everything's going back and forth. Your lights are flashing. So, well, they sing. That's how they used to throw raves. <laughs> it would be turning on and off with. I, I don't know, man. They might. We were speaking about you know incantations earlier. I think we might summon something like that. But, <laughs> but I, I love the clapper. So there's like a chapter in this book that's actually just like the history of the clapper. Herman Melville. Ties, it ties into like how the character like always wanted a clapper and, <laughs> and how, how like he got so close. And I think I always wanted a Snuggie but only so I could wear it like a spooky cloak. I wouldn't wear it the right way. I'd wear it like a like a robe. That's you just. I think that's how that, you do get it. Get on that robe life, buddy. That's I'm. I dude. I got that robe with the hood. It is so nice. Where'd you get it? Did you see it on TV? No, I ordered it on the internet. Oh, we we had the uh, the the rival brand, which was Slanket. <laughs> oh, I've heard of Slanket, <laughs> which is the funniest name. It's Slanket. Uh, that sounds gross. We got another comment. Everyone's saying they overreacted to those claps <laughs> in uh, the commercials. They'd clap and like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was nuts. Um, oh man, I totally lost. Oh, the robe, dude. Robe life. Yeah. Um, sorry to take you off track. Am I? Am I? No, I, I no, see no. you've got a. I know you've got a long list of of questions there that you've this done research been, on. I, I've been doing and I see a lot you're, of work. You're going down your bullet points. No, no, we're just, we're actually at a robe block here. So I mean, go ahead. <laughs> Ned, I swear to God, one more of those, and I am out of here. As long okay. as you're talking to God, can baby. I come with you? <laughs> yes, please. Can I just like start a new show with you? Um, no, we were talking because we were talking about uh, my wife earlier and how like we got married. So after we got married, we went up to Fredericksburg for a few days, like kind of like a mini honeymoon because we'll go on like a bigger trip later. Or something hopefully um <laughs> send money and so we just went out to fredericksburg had like an airbnb and it was nice uh, little german town you know whatever but they had a robes there and i was like i'm gonna put this robe on and it had a hood and i was like oh this is the best so i ordered myself a robe and uh it was there like already waiting when i got home from the, the trip and i was like oh yeah and i put it on it was all soft and I put the, the hood on and everything and it was like heck yeah great like three days later I, I was at uh, the day job uh, con man might have been there and I start itching oh no oh I remember, remember this you, yeah so I start like I'm like what's going on and I went in the bathroom and I kind of like pulled up my shirt and I had all these welts just growing all over my body little quadros everywhere and I cut them off and turned them into cranks <laughs> No, I don't become Craig. <laughs> but it, but it was like clearly an allergic rea- reaction that I was having, but I didn't know from what because because you know you always say like what did you change? Did you change your detergent? Did you use something different mm-hmm. and different soap? And I'm like no no it couldn't have couldn't have. The only thing new was the robe. I'm like couldn't be the robe. But, but no, who's allergic to robes? Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> it was everywhere. Like in like it, it was 
on my private areas. It was up the space that's in between those private that's areas. That's what happens when you buy um, uh, a, a steel robe, well, a, a it, steel wool robe. Turns out, turns out, uh, long story longer, it was uh, 100% polyester. And apparently I'm allergic to that. It was like, and it's like this weird, I guess the, the way it was, cause it was all soft and s- stringy. Like it felt, yeah, it felt like, like microfiber. A, it felt like an ecstasy dream, you know, like chemically, but kind of comfortable just <laughs> like that. And, uh, I went to like one of those emergency clinics and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. The, the, the doctor was like, well, you're clearly having an allergic contact allergy reaction i was like i don't know what to and she was like well it's just something so let me give you a shot and give you a steroid pack and you're send, trying to sell connor on road on life <laughs> but no but i might not be allergic look, to- look 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 and then it turns out like it was the robe Dang. because it was everywhere that the robe touched because it wasn't like it, there was like this V kind of down the front of my chest, <laughs> and where, on the where back it was open. there was a, a patch that said JWC. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. And my tops of my feet and my hands weren't broken out, so that, yeah. was, that was what it was. So I made Katie take it away and burn it. <laughs> oh, but I got that. You could have given it to Connor. No, no, no. I, I would. I no, would we much didn't burn it. Burn we didn't burn it, but we should burn uh, it. Can we burn it and make it a segment on the show one time? Maybe you show the video? Yeah, why not? Yeah, we'll do anything for a like. <laughs> and then I can throw it into your pool, just for old time's sake. Joke's on you. We don't have a pool anymore. We do. It's gathering dust outside. <laughs> yeah, it, we've really been half I'm pretty sure the pool, pool outside has just become like a snake cave. <laughs> <laughs> no one's touched it in weeks. That could be fun. Oh, man. But anyway, I got a better robe, okay? Long story oh, short. good. Okay, I did good, get good, one. Good. It's like was... all 100% cotton. It's thick. It's nice. Yeah. It's got this hood. You feel like you're a Sith Lord. Ooh, I like, I I like the you guys robe. like the Star Wars, right? You guys like that? I'm into Star Wars. I'm more into oh, trekking them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're into Star Trek? Nah, I'm not either. Oh, okay, mm. I'm into the the walk of stars. I don't know LA, baby. <laughs> uh, well, see ya. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> understandable. Um, oh man, you've written so many books. How many books? Hang on a sec. Are we still doing like a? Did we talked about a segment? Are we still doing that? Uh, you still want to do a segment about sure. books? We can do that segment absolutely. Okay, um, uh, <laughs> but but I do I do want to make sure that everyone knows my book is available uh, on Amazon. What is yeah? Out. Where's the best place to find Amazon? Uh, right now, like all of my books are on Amazon. These are published by real publishers, and uh, they're on Kindle as well. They're all also on the JohnWayneIsDead.com uh, shop page. As seen on TV isn't up there yet because I don't have the physical copies yet, and I don't want to take orders without having the stuff yet. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, something weird about like you know with small press printing, you can't actually order the books until you publish them because you work through Amazon. It's a big thing. I don't want to get into it. I think I actually just explained the whole thing, but um, <laughs> yeah. So I have to wait. I had to wait to get some uh, some. So they'll be up there soon. But you can get it now at Amazon. At, w- at what point is the John Wayne box set coming out where I can buy all the books at once? Um, well, you know, interestingly enough, uh, no, something like, uh, I was talking at BizarroCon, uh, that I was just at last week in Portland, Oregon, uh, with some people that were talking about some of the, some of the small presses or one of them might revamp and re-release some old titles. And you're saying revampire? Yeah. And then, and I was like, revampire them all, baby. <laughs> no. So you, I don't know. Like that would be cool if one of my books was like, got like a new look and then released yeah. or something. I that would could, love a gritty reboot. Cool. Of but, and then, but there's also, there's also like uh, these, these one, like a uh, presses, like a uh, thunderstorm books. I think it's called that will do, that does uh, 
hardcover runs for a lot of uh, indie authors. Whoa, they, that's you, awesome. Yeah, they just buy the rights for like that run, I guess, and then um, put it out. So a couple of my friends, like Lucas Mangum, uh, had one. Shouts out. He has a new book coming out on Grindhouse as well uh, in March, I believe. So nice. check him out. So uh, the last time you were on here, we did talk about Bizarro Fiction. And recently, while we were at work, you and I were talking about trying to explain to people what Bizarro Fiction was. And I've always considered your work would be really, really interesting to do a film adaptation of. But at the end of the day, I don't think anything could do it justice better than animation. Just because of how of them, yeah. wild and balls to the wall some of your stories are and, and the things that happen. that are, you, There's a big magical realism element to all of your writing. Mm. Have you, you do, you've done some animation. Have yeah. you considered adap- adapting anything you have written to some kind of other medium? Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd, I would always be open to that. I'm still recording the audiobook of Death Packs and Left Hand Paths right now. That I would just love nice. a radio play, a radio drama of Porn Star Retirement Plan. That, w- <laughs> that one might actually be a good one to do that to because it, it's just a lot of work to put in all those sound effects. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm truly horrified like, for that so, sound design. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I was sitting there and I was recording like the first few chapters of Death Packs and as I was going, you know, I'm doing all the voices and stuff and taking notes. And I was like, oh, man, you know, like an explosion right here would be so cool. And I'm awesome. like, what am I doing? I'm just going to make this 100 times harder for myself. And, Do it. Not, make it harder. Yeah. Oh, that's, nothing, that's a big nothing production. Worth, <laughs> nothing worthwhile. Is that, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like I had a friend uh, who does sound design, and he picked up some, some extra money working on a porn nice. thing, doing like extra sound design for it. Literally all you need is two pieces of chicken. <laughs> Oh, raw to slap chicken. together, slap together, rub them together, uh, squish them together, stir them together, stirring a pot of macaroni and cheese. Yeah, and then at the end you get to cook <laughs> that chicken, baby. <laughs> Heck yeah, man! You guys are making me hungry. You know I just came from work. <laughs> <laughs> get yourself. Wait, some... is there mac and cheese down here? Uh, let me see. Oh, the station doesn't usually. <laughs> oh, oh for that, those who... look, you better hit the seven second button on that one. <laughs> for those who are listening, uh, I reached under the table and pulled out uh, the double middle two fingers. middle finger. Uh, John made, made him look. It, it's so weird. Okay, so in the studio over, I don't know if you can see, but that's mm-hmm. uh, former mayor of Houston, Anise Parker. Oh, cool. And we're making, she, she's probably giving some beautiful uh, story about her time and trials and tribulations growing up and what she's doing now. And we're over here just like... Playing Angry yeah, Birds. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my middle finger. It's dude. crazy. She canceled on us and said that she had to wash her hair tonight. I don't know uh, why she's right over there. Her with, hair does look pretty clean. Yeah, dude. it does. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty luster, it's like impeccable. tiny. I bet, no, dude, she's over there right now. She keeps glancing at us out of the corner of her eye. I see you, Anise. And she's saying, I wish I wish I was over there. Man, those guys look like they're having a I blast. I wish I was raging with the boys. I'm, I'm here to telling some boring story about blah, blah, blah. Those guys are raging over there. I want to tell them about my brush with the cops. Oh, man, and you know, when I really have a hankering for mac and cheese right now. Are they talking about Krang over there? Krang, we got to bring Krang back in some big bad way. That was a big uh, initiative during her time as mayor. She was bring pushing Krang. pro Krang in the yeah. pot. You know? She's like, I want Uber out of the streets, but I want everyone to have a personal Krang robot. <laughs> can't feed the homeless, you can't take an Uber, but Krang everywhere. <laughs> Uber out of the streets, but Krang in the sheets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Once we figure out what Krang really is. <laughs> oh, it's not a big, bra- like, sloppy brain that you uh, do things to? Why does it have to be I'm, sloppy? It's got arms. <laughs> I just want to say I'm really impressed I haven't uh, sworn, like, cussed yet. 
or cursed use a curse word uh yeah i mean we 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 slip up every now and then but i feel like ned, every time i'm show. talking i don't know if ned you're just really excited to see me which is probably that but you you're just looking at me like you're waiting for me to drop an f-bomb like <laughs> oh no <laughs> so <you can> t- <laughs> that, that's me no connor pushes the button i'm sitting here like salivating at the mouth waiting for a I pun that i can make oh yeah that's right you are set up that's, that's me blankly watching someone and be like what word can i manipulate for a funny oh you're one of those guys there are people comedian <laughs> there are people who wait for you to finish talking so they can say what they want to say and then there's ned he's like i'm just gonna listen for some joke and then make a pun real quick i'm still listening i'm processing no i'm not saying you're not <laughs> listening you got to be listening because if you if you just made dumb puns that had nothing to do with the conversation you wouldn't be the the shining star you are you, you're, you're dumb pun sounds like dumping <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're number one. He said, That's why you're, the best. God, you're a rising star. You should be in another remake of A Star is Born. You could yeah, play it. It's yeah. been long enough. Yeah. It's not out it's of theaters just, yet. We should just remake it. You could be Gaga this time, though. John Wayne, you yeah. love movies from the 80s. You're, you're a big horror 80s movie fanatic. You're a big. I, I feel like I you like, like those the kind Goonies of things. Yes. Like the no, I don't like the Goonies. You don't like, I, that's a big point of contention a lot of people have with me. Is I, I'm just, I was, wasn't a Goonies guy. So I don't my like friends would be like, I can't believe it. But that's those people. You know, it's fine that I don't like it. It's fine that they like it. You know, it, yeah. it touched them in some way that it didn't touch me, and that's fine. Much like Mandy touched a lot of people in a way that I just don't understand. But well, that's not for me to understand. Right. I'm not here to talk about that. We're not all here right. to talk that's about right. Mandy that's tonight, fine. guys. Um, but <laughs> oh, the phones are blowing. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. All these different uh, franchises, what? the movies that you've watched. Is there anything that you like really want? A remake of or is there anything that you yourself if given the opportunity would want yeah to i was gonna say which which uh series would you like to add on to mm-hmm. you know um so hellraiser is probably one of my favorite franchises <laughs> but, but here's the thing though my they, money was on gremlins <laughs> they just did they just did uh a, a new hellraiser recently oh. uh, that that they added on like um they replaced uh doug bradley as pinhead the one before that, and then this one came out, and the, the one before that wasn't that great. I didn't think it was okay, whatever. I like all of them, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. This one that came out, I thought it was pretty awesome. I was into it. I was like, heck yeah, this is cool. Like They kept it really like dark, and I don't know. They just stayed stayed to the true to the thing. It was it was cool. I liked it. So I don't know if I'd want to... Uh, I, w- I would write another Hellraiser, but it's, it seems like they're doing like a good job of that. I would go back and forth from that maybe to Nightmare on Elm Street because because I've been getting back into that a lot lately. Um, I watched... uh, I feel like those are really easy to write. Well... In, well, it's the murders are the hard part, but the dialogue is just like you just got Ned make a pun, and then he goes, I no, got "Bitch!" And then yeah, no, goes. yeah, because those are my favorite parts. Like when he, <laughs> in part five, when the girl, like you know, they feed her to death in the in the thing, and he pulls the the tray open. And he's like, "Bon appetit, bitch!" Like that's <laughs> spoilers. Like, what I the love heck, that guys? shit. But oh, stuff. I love that stuff. But um, I started watching them again, and then. Uh, you know, my buddy Nick P and I shouts out friend friend of mine, not of the show. Um, <laughs> Let's keep it that way. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, we, uh, but he is he's a tremendous movie guy, and we watched this uh, uh, documentary called Never Sleep Again. That's about the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, Ooh. and it's like four and a half hours long. It's Whoa. very long. Like we watched it over like the course of a, a day when we were in Georgia at a, at a convention. 
but it was very cool to see how it changed the every single time what i'm just giggling at the idea in this documentary if like alejandro yodaworski's in it he's like you see when that dog peed fire <laughs> that was when the franchise really kicked off <laughs> uh, john wade your sister's uh spreading some stories about you here on these what, comments what is she saying she just said uh, ask me if you need any embarrassing stories and uh mark wang asked uh, at what age did John Wayne stop wetting the bed? To which she sh- replied, that's a tough one. How old was last week? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I still wet the bed. I actually sweat. I sweated through the sheets on Saturday night, uh, but it was cool. I was in uh, Chris Jett's uh, guest room bed, so it's all good. <laughs> so Shout it wasn't out, my sheets. Chris Jett. Chris Jett? Friend, friend of the, of the show, show. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Chris Jett is definitely a friend of the show. But but uh, anyway, I was watching that, and one of uh, a writer that I've gotten to be uh, pretty good friends with, John Skip, friend of mine, uh, <laughs> who's written a l- many tremendous things. He's directed a few uh, shorts and movies and stuff, and he wrote uh, part five, The Dream Child, originally with his writing partner. And he's in the documentary. Now, I've, I've talked to him a little bit about it before, but then I see him in the documentary, and I'm like, okay. And he, like, basically spills it all. They, they, took, they took the script, and they were like, you, you guys made, like, a, um, a Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, like, Clockwork Orange type, you know, thing. And they're like, yeah, that's awesome. And they're like, no, we don't want that at all. And like, but I thought you did want that. So they <laughs> changed everything about, like, what they did. And he explained it more to me, that, like, actually this last week when I was talking to him about it, they... I asked him like what what it was like what was it like was it still like his story and they just changed bits of it and he just said it was like uh watching your something you you've you're created like your child just killed in front of you over and over again or something like that like it was some awful thing because like they had they had done all those death scenes like the one I was talking about where she's force feeding herself to death that was he, he told me that was one of his favorite scenes to write but they changed it so much that it just became like he doesn't even want to watch it. So I can only imagine what it originally was, where it's, it, it, it's so far removed, where maybe she's just like having to lick so many envelopes yeah. <laughs> until her tongue falls off, and he's just like, uh, return to cinder, bitch. Yes, <laughs> that would be funny. But, <laughs> but it wasn't that. I think it was much darker than, than you know, because they, they lightened Wait, all those all Yeah, those I saw the script for that. Didn't she originally have to eat her own butt? God, <laughs> 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 Ned. All right, guys. Do so we have any other questions? <laughs> you know, I've got other places to be. Hey, why is the mayor <laughs> leaving? <laughs> uh, she's, oh, I, I'm supposed to leave with her. The mayor I'm, is leaving. I'm driving the Pope Mobile. God, she must have, uh, they must have, uh... She's coming over here. Oh, What's up, man. girl? What's up, girl? Uh-oh, she looked oh. at us. Hey, wait, if she Everyone does, look away. Should we wave her in? Should we wave the mayor in? <laughs> no, I, I don't... Would that be too weird? Yes. Yeah, okay, all right. 100%. I don't, do it. I, uh, uh, I'm panicking. Just do one, do a one finger. Do a, like a, like a, okay. a teacher beckoning. Oh, uh, she's not looking at us. It's just such seems- a... Oh, she's gone. Well, there we go. We blew our shot. Did she just give us the double birds? She, <laughs> she reached under the counter like she was going to pull out mac and cheese, and then she just gave us double birds. Oh, my God. She's giving us all MAGA hats. What the oh hell? My, what is What's this? going wait, on? Wait, I, what oh, kind of show wait she's coming in. She's coming in. Hello. Oh, my. I can't. Oh, Mayor, <laughs> Mayor, Mayor Parker. It's me, Krang. <laughs> oh, it's Krang the whole time. She lifted oh, her shirt. No. She's got a Krang in her. Mayor Parker's a robot the whole time. Um, 
I am so sorry, Mayor Parker. <laughs> <laughs> I voted for you. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing. I this regret thing. nothing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a good bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was She'd fun. agree. I don't went with it. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Um. Well, look, John Wayne. Uh, you got to get going pretty soon, right? Yeah. You actually, gotta I got to hit the road. All right. Well, I don't have a lot of time oh, for you guys. We've uh, got a little bit more time. Well, I mean, we can kill time. We can try to get the mayor again. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. But hey, John okay. Wayne, uh, John Wayne Kaminale, uh, you're a great friend of the show, and uh, we'll see you around soon, okay? Okay. Thanks, guys. Check out my book, uh, as, as Seen on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Maybe I'll be, I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see you, buddy. All right, bye. Cool. Okay. Um, should we take a break or something? I feel I, like we need to like kind of figure out our thoughts here. I mean, I've got like some music or something. Uh, okay, yeah, let's pop on a track. Let's chill out for a bit. Okay. Guys, if you're listening, why don't you kick back and uh, enjoy some music from the band John Wayne is Dead. Oh. Oh, just kidding. That was not what I did. <laughs> oh, what, are, what kind of music are you putting on? Uh, this is ABBA. Oh. <laughs> it's also this not is... plugged in, you goof. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? Is it playing? Very quietly. There it is. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I couldn't find a radio-friendly one. I forgot to ask for a radio-friendly <laughs> John Wayne Dead song. But um, I like this song. It's pretty good. Yeah. Aren't they a husband and wife team? What? I, I asked you a question, Ned. What? Husband and wife team? Yeah, ABBA. Aren't they? Yo, GABA, ABBA? I, aren't they like two spousal? I don't know. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect you to put on ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's here's a better one. While this plays, Ned, tell me yeah. real quick, how are your resolutions going for 2019? Resolutions are going pretty well. Um been working on more art was the plan you know just did an art show already a month in so that's feeling awesome, pretty good man. how about you uh up. oh someone's here oh, okay geez. all uh, right um well let me uh cut the music out here are you sure uh, can uh, should we open the door together <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah all right one two three uh hi there hey what's up buddy hi um um they they told me to come to come here, I'm supposed to be the guest. Who's they? Oh, okay, the people. Who's yeah. they? More like, who are you? The, uh, yeah, Mayor Parker was just out there, and she said that I was supposed to come in here. Oh my God! Oh. Do you work for the mayor? Uh, it well, in a roundabout way, I do work for the city right now. I'm employed by the city of Houston. Oh, okay, cool. I, 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 what do you do for the city? Well, uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm mostly what you would call a problem solver. I come into different cities and I'm hired and, uh, you know, I kind of look at things on a big scale and I, I solve problems. Oh, like that's the music man. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have so many problems in the city. It's perfect. You're here. We just saw a lady dumping a bench just on the street when I pulled you, up. I, I'm sorry. Did, did you know that my name is Paul? I did not. Oh, know your yeah. Name is Paul. Where are our manners? Oh. Paul, I'm Ned. Nice to meet you. Ned, nice to meet you. Paul, the, the, he, he, Mayor Parker said you boys were polite. I didn't know. Well, I mean, she's not wrong. We can't. We can't bet a hundred. Yeah. Uh, do you have a last name, Paul? Yes. What is it? Jahazen. Paul Jahazen. Oh <clears throat> no! I was sorry. I was clearing my throat. It's it's Smith. Paul Smith. Paul mm -hmm. Smith. Okay. Okay. Paul Smith, the problem Paul solver. Paul Smith. Mm -hmm. Oh, PS, PS. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, PS, your initials are the same as your job. Well, I'd actually, uh, we're in litigation over uh, 
a, a, a gentleman's club that likes to use those same initials, then uh, uh, so I can't use them right now. Oh, okay. I, I, I apologize. Uh, Please don't it, say it on the air if, it's, if it, <laughs> it involves well, what I think it does. I could say one of those words on, on the air. Yeah, that's I, I okay. Well, if the S is stuffer, I don't want to hear the first word. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Just know that it's a, it's a sore subject right now, so we're working on it. But thank you for that's it. Well, uh, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you, man. I, I hope the lawsuit turns out in your favor. Thank you. Um, Paul, have you solved any problems, I guess, since you, like, how, how long have you been in Houston now? You say you go well, town to town. I, I, uh, I, I am new to Houston now. Uh, I just, like I said, I've had some logistic meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I was just, it, did you not, I was right across the, in the other studio from you. That's did right. You, guys you see were me the person over there. I was oh, there. man, I was so, so lost in Mayor Parker's eyes. I, I didn't even see oh, the people and, around uh, her. Yeah, She's got a presence. Preaching to the choir, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> One-on-ones with her are out of sight. So you've been working for Mayor Parker. You've been solving problems for her. Well, well, I'm I, I'm here. Like, well, I've I've been brought here because of my success uh, coming off of past projects. Okay. Um, and. Uh, I recently had very successful go at solving the homeless problem oh. in, in in Portland, Oregon. Oh, and right. uh, and so uh, the mayor had me come to here and to Houston and, and and solve it on a bigger scale. That's Portland, Oregon, Alabama, by the way. <laughs> it's the city of Portland, Oregon. That's Alabama. one one word. Mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon. It's comma. well. There's Portland, Oregon, or in Oregon. Yeah. And there's Portland, Maine. And there's Portland, Oregon, Alabama. That's that's right. And there's Portland, Maine, Mississippi. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, d- well, says you. <laughs> All right. So, wh- how did you solve the homeless problem in Portland, Oregon, Alabama? Well, in Portland, Oregon, Alabama, it was a little bit different. You have to understand, Houston's a very large city. This was a smaller scale. What I did was, well. You know, sometimes homeless people are called different names, like bums mm-hmm. or hobos. Hobos, hobos. Mm-hmm. Layabouts. What, what do hobos love? Beans, chili, hobo uh, chili. Uh, you're close. Uh, it was either so, that or top hats with the top flapping up mm-hmm, and down, mm-hmm. or bindles and fingerless gloves. <laughs> all right. So uh, I don't know about all that, but in so in Portland, Oregon, Alabama, there was uh, two two homeless gentlemen. And uh, what I did was I cooked up a big pot of hobo chili, and I had them, I wafted it over, and they got in the back of my truck and ate I the chili, and I drove. The, the, the scents grabbed them by the nose and picked them up and kind of carried them where their feet were off the ground. This this was, if this were a cartoon, Mr. Ned, I think that maybe that would happen. Oh, no, just call me Ned. I, <laughs> Mr. Ned is literally his father. <laughs> fair enough, I... I guess I will. Anyway, they got into the back of my pickup truck, and I drove them two counties over, and I dropped them off there. Well, no, problem solved. Now, <laughs> so you just moved a problem? You seem more well, like a problem mover. Well, some, some people have said that. Some people would. It's just a matter of perception. Are I they feel. in your Yelp reviews? <laughs> Are they the homeless people you keep moving around? No. They were very happy. Uh, I felt like they were smiling when I dropped them off. Where, where um, did you move them? Two counties over. And what is, is that? Just like a better county? It, it it's it's in uh, William, William Alabama. William Alabama. It's a small. It's a very small town. Walla um, Walla, Washington, Alabama. Will, it, no, uh, William lives there and his family mostly. Um, it's like a 
about like two acres. So William so, has some new friends, I guess. He's you well. Go you know what? People. Here's the thing, though. Now here's where the problem solving comes in. He has himself a ranch out there, William. Okay. And now these two fine gentlemen. Now they needed work because they were homeless hobos. Boom! They had jobs. They're ranch hands now. They're making a living, an honest one. Oh, actually, and that's everything has awesome. been solved. So that's why the mayor had me come down here. She's like, that was a great job you did. You took 100% homeless to 0% homeless. And uh, you solved 100% of the homeless. And just in wait, case you're wait, keeping support home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you said you no. went from 100% homeless. Yeah, to that took 100% to of the homeless. whole town? Just no, 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 no. Now, now don't, get, don't try to get me twisted up now. <laughs> I mean, I've never been to Portland, Oregon, Alabama. I don't know. You should go. It sounds to me like you were working for the mayor of William, Alabama, and you poached everyone in the town of Portland, Oregon, Alabama, and forced them to go work for William as ranch hands. Well, that is also tied up in the PSPS litigation. Did you call it PSBS? Well, you call me. Okay. Well, but. But uh, anyway, so that's why I'm here. And so I, I've had to think on a wider scale, uh, more logistical. So I've come up with a, a solution that I think is going to work. I don't think there's enough chili well, to do like it really a, well. A, uh, a chili that leads them onto a trebuchet and she's put into other towns? Well, it's funny you should say that. You've been looking into my notebook while I was out with Miss Parker now. Um, no, it's something similar. There is flight involved. Now, let me tell you what. I've taken my idea of the hobo chili to a new level. Uh, I've bottled the scent. Um, and I, what I've done is I've taken uh, large silo cylindrical type uh, objects and I've put them in different places in the city and I've sprayed them with this pheromone of hobo chili <laughs> now what happens is all the hobos come running and they when they uh-huh. get to it they stick to it like a flypaper but it's totally safe <laughs> then shoots them off to mars i'm seeing a lot Ooh, wait, wait a, a second, second. <laughs> wait a second listen mars the planet mars okay uh, the planet Mars, Alabama? <laughs> no. The, in the interstellar galaxy of Mars. Yeah, I heard you said you were a Trekkie earlier, right? Did, did I, you said like trekking? Sure, yeah. yeah trekking to Mars, okay? Okay, no, just trekking in. And there, and that, and while they're up there, and once they get there, their jobs will be to start a colony. Uh-huh. See? So they've got jobs. They're in another place. They're starting a new life. Okay. On Mars. So and you're letting them set the, set the rules on Mars. Exactly. It's kind of like a, well... Yeah, it's kind of gonna kind of be like be like an Australia type situation. <laughs> <laughs> can they can they breathe up there? Do you have an apparatus so they can survive? I mean, space is. I, I, look like I like I said that we're in the planning stages of a lot of this. But <laughs> wait, what? How the, far into this plan are you already? Have you already put the silos up? I, it sounds like really concerned. I, I don't rocket. know. I don't know if you saw the trucks going by but the the silos are ready we're the silos put, are ready we're, we're okay are they they're already soaked they're chili soaked oh my lord they are soaked <laughs> are you concerned never, now this is this is a texas town people mm-hmm. down here love their chili mm-hmm. but this they is, love their space program too oh true. we do yeah, that's, yeah and that is why i went with that so i showed pride in my, <laughs> i wanted to show you that i come to your city and i recognize what is pride. aren't you concerned uh, you're going to be shooting off people who aren't Homeless? No, and this is why. See, that's an excellent question. Uh, thank that's you. Thank what, you so much. I'm a great when interviewer. I fir- when I first, uh, I see all your, all you've done a lot of research. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of notes <laughs> yeah. there ready. I, For I, someone I, who we've uh, never met before, you have it, some very quick. Well, no, it's just, it's, yeah. well, well, he waited till I said my name, and I saw him on the computer. Oh so yeah, scribbling, scribbling, but uh, 
the thing is, Ned, like I said, excellent, Mr. Ned, excellent question. Uh, there's a certain patois to a hobo chili that only a hobo can smell and, and be attracted to. Their noses are primed for it. I don't know how it works. I'm not a scientist. Is this like a smell I'm a frequency? Pro- I'm a problem solver. I, guess, also, I think it's kind of like when you go blind, your other senses improve. Mm-hmm, when you come home that, with your nose, just like see, fine. that's exactly. You know what? I should have done. I should have related it back to to the comic book terms of your day, Daredevil, like a Daredevil uh, scenario. See, if you can't uh, explain you, it as a cartoon or a mm-hmm. comic book, then they're like, Ooh, "What's that mean?" So yeah. you're telling me you be essentially become a toucan, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> yes, or. or Yes, or or maybe like a tricks a tricks rabbit to an extent you're attracted to the the tricks, but you actually right. would get them, but but they won't be tricks. It won't there be no chili. It's just one it's, trick, uh, the trick of tricking people into being on a different planet. You are good at puns. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, fellas. <laughs> Paul Smith says you are good. So, at puns. all right. I, I also jam my own preserves on the weekends. That's just a personal thing I do. It's, oh uh, yeah, wait, wait, what kind of preserves? Yeah. yeah, you know what? I'm no longer concerned about this horrific plan you have. Tell me about well, these preserves. I want to but I do want to hear about the preserves. So, uh, all kinds of preserves. Okay. We're, we're getting some questions over oh, here. Oh, oh, uh, oh. People are asking about. I, I would like to know the art of grilling a leather shoe. I think that's a question for a hobo. That, that would be, hobo, if right? you would like to, later on this evening, between uh, probably shortly after uh, 2 a.m., if you want to hang out maybe in a major uh, area of the city next to a silo. You're and doing this tonight? You might be. Oh, uh, just look for some chili covered. You might silos. be. You might. You, you would might be able to ask someone who can answer that question. For you. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. So. Yes. Next question. Uh, I guess tell us about the preserves real quick. I'm, yeah. I'm very curious. Oh, about I those. love to. Pre- I just love to preserve all kinds of things. Uh, you know, um, memories, childhood photos. No, no nothing. Nothing quite as uh, tried as that. Um, oh, whoa! Mostly, whoa. Uh, I preserve. Paul Smith coming in with the four dollar word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that. But, <laughs> uh, mostly, I preserve um, the the pieces of the of bodies of hobos that. Uh, Happen to fall off during during my uh, during transit, if you will, because they are a lot of them are sick. You understand? And now this is the first time off. I'm realizing this might be unethical. <laughs> I can't believe Mayor Parker's understand. signing off on this. <laughs> she's she's not even the mayor. She's, she's not even the mayor. Well, that's the problem. See, that's the thing. Now we're getting, but she knows who to talk to. She's greasing the wheels. Oh, okay. We're getting using going. chili to grease the wheels. I'm really confused here. No, Maybe there I'm... is not. There's actually no chili, Mister. Ned, it is a scent that I have patented. You're right. I've had it produced in mass quantities. I've had it soaked into rocket silos. You're talking about sticky and will send the homeless (laughs) to Mars where they will have jobs building communities. What don't you understand about this? I guess that can I buy this the scent? I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, I no, saw it. Ned's getting back into dating game. He needs some chili perfume. Yeah, yeah. As seen on TV. <laughs> oh. Chili cologne. No beans and number five. <laughs> I, I, I guess these are funny jokes, but this is a serious uh, job that I have. But but I but like you said, my preserves, like a hand will fall off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or a foot. Oh, how? Toes, a couple of toes. Well, they're out. They're exposed to the elements. I imagine birds uh, are flying by when they're flying up. With you don't, knives for wings? Sometimes, no, with knives for beaks, you know, kid. You just, they fall. But uh, and see, a handle break sticky off. Sticky silos. Sometimes when they're, you know, they're wandering towards a sticky silo, 
and they get pulled off. They get they have to get pulled off at some point, right? They, for the transit, you know, and some hands will fall off and they fall down. <laughs> and That's I some sticky silence. I take I take I just pick them up under from underneath grounds, you know, wherever Rocket Land <laughs> right, right. is, whatever we want to call it, not Ground Zero because that's inappropriate. <laughs> so you're preserving so, these hands. Yeah, mostly hands, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing with them? You selling these? You eating uh, them? You oh, no. These are, my, these, are my, these are my personal. He's going uh, town to town. No one needs hands. that many jars. <laughs> I do. I've got a lot. I've just I've built some curio cabinets. Do you uh, have a car? I'm what are you moving? I'm passionate about woodworking. Do you get paid in jars? Does the city no. just pay you in jars in return for your services? No, they don't. They pay me money because it is a job. Um, I take that money and I go to uh, any number of canning stores, supply stores. <laughs> you buy a jarring I, amount I, of glass containers. Okay, that's all. Now I don't even. You can buy what is called a lot, not a lot, but a lot, a whole lot of sun. Really? <laughs> no, I, 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 of, of of jars. Yeah. So I have got many jars, and uh, you know, and I use them all. I build. I build cabinets. So I have the, I have a hand shaped. Uh, a bookshelf that I've made, and I put all the hands on it. Different ones, mm-hmm. different ones. I have a baby hand. You have a baby. Hand. I got. I got to ask. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who is waiting for these people on Mars? Who is going to be welcoming them? Do you, Do you have like uh, a counterpart up there in space? No. What I've done is I have sent uh, explicit instructions. Wait, James has just chimed in. He said, "Are you talking NASA stuff over here?" Who's James? Med, Med, who is this? James Medford. James Medford. Medford used to work yeah. for NASA. Friend of the show. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, friend right, of the show. All right. I don't know. Uh, now, yeah, he might be able to help us. So, James, uh, people are being look, shot into space. Well, I, I look. I don't. Before via we get chili rocket. Too far into this, I don't want to uh, have this to misconstrue that this was involved with NASA in any way. It is not. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's right. not involved. NASA has nothing to do with this, so we don't need to bring them in. We don't need to alert them. See, I just feel... They're not even working right now anywhere. What's going on? I just feel that if you've developed these sticky silos, mm-hmm. that's the money melon. I don't know why you're going after these, the, the homeless problem. When If you sold these rockets, you could be making lots of money in the private space program. This is not about making money. Uh, this is about helping solving problems for cities <laughs> i like this guy and 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 uh connor money bags like, over I'm here like a hero you know like you said like i guess so. i'm like a, a, a what do you call them crank I'm, I'm like the krangs <laughs> i'm like an avengers <laughs> and i come and i don't take the money i'm not the rich one i'm the one that just does it wait 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 so it's a job but they give you money and you refuse it um no you i did not it. say i refuse the money yeah, he, he it's buys a, modest, a thousand jars <laughs> right, it's right. a modest salary i'm here to make problems solve not sell rockets all right that's not what it's about where me. what so they could what sell them back to the cities at double to triple the price <laughs> where are you going next so i can warn them we're getting a phone call oh my god <laughs> that was, I got, mike down i got really excited about this phone call hang on a second hi there you're on fm rager yeah this is uh james yep. not medford from the james. national aeronautics and space administration friend of the show okay. how's it going james um, all right uh, uh, Mr. Kaminali, uh, we have who, some who is that now? Uh, uh, issues uh, with some of the things you're saying. We actually don't have... Sir, I'm already going to have to stop you right there because you obviously are a little off base. Uh, my name is Paul Smith. I'm a problem solver. I'm from Portland, Oregon, Alabama, and I've solved the, the homeless problem there, and I, the mayor has brought me here. Okay, enough, Paul. James, what, 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 do you got? what do you got, James? 
I, I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what, see, and that's because you cannot stop my plan. It's foolproof. I, I, I just want you to be aware that just because the, the federal government is in a shutdown status at this moment, mm-hmm. that that um, that we're we're still watching and paying attention to what you're you're doing there, and um, I just have nothing. He makes well, a good point, though. Uh, Pe- people are going to see you launch these rockets. Aren't you concerned about someone stopping you? No, because you know why? That's fine. They're, they're, like he said, they're still watching. But, you know, I walked through TSA with the joint in my pocket two days ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, James, thank you so much for the insight. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, Boy, I, I hope he I needs an elbow joint. I, did not, I didn't even take my iPad out of my backpack like you're supposed to. <laughs> Man. They said, whatever. You're a problem solver and a rule breaker. Yeah. Well, you know, you do have when a- in Rome... You do have a certain air about you. You just exude confidence, and yeah, I would. I, I would honestly, I've got we Ned and I have a problem in our apartment. We oh, got a man. thing that lives in the attic. We have to talk about this. Actually, as of last night, in the wall, I meant to tell you this. Is this? Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about this, this uh, offline. <laughs> is this like one of those? Uh, your your uh, evil twin, or you know? We don't know. Mob, it could be um, mutated twin lives up there. My quadro broke I off and ran into the wall because now this is a problem <laughs> that I could solve. Okay, okay. Uh, how would you solve this problem? Okay, so where is it right now? Uh, it's Apparently in the wall. Yeah, it's the wall right behind the couch. Right behind the couch. Oh okay, my is this God. A yeah, it practically whispered in it, my ear last it, night. It, it said, get out. <laughs> <laughs> is this a one-story house or is this a two-story uh, Oh, there are many stories to be told under this roof. <laughs> One story. Son, do you want me to help tales. you solve this problem or would it... You Sincerely, want I want to continue to make jokes, but you can okay, help us. Right. Well, it's your... Hey, it's you. It's no, your, no, no. Please help us. Please help us. Okay, so it's a one-story, two-story house. It's a one-story house. One-story house. Okay. Just the two of you living there mm-hmm. in the walls. Something. Yes. Yeah. Correct. All right. We want it gone. Possibly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come over to your house. I'm going to strap rockets. I already hate this. Both sides. <laughs> front and back. Front and back. Okay. You know that chili you wanted to smell so bad, Ned? I'm yeah. going to bring some over. Awesome. And then I'm going to shoot your house into space. All right. And I'm going to send it to Mars and the homeless people up there. Are going to take care of that problem in your wall. They're sending you right back. That's awesome. You are back. creating jobs, dude. We get that a round trip ticket to so, Mars. No, 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 no. I don't think we're going. You, you don't get to go. No, I'm just oh. going to send your house up there. Well, you're, you're not homeless, but I guess you will. Uh, yeah, I guess we're we about will to be. be. If you send hmm. our house up there, do you have a second rocket so we can follow our house? Interesting that you say we that. We can't go uh, up with the know. house because we'll be in home. But if we follow <laughs> the house, I think it has to be like a ten day delay or something. I think you boys are seeing just how this works. Damn, I think we figured out how uh, how space and the homeless problem can uh, intertwine. This is amazing. I, I don't know anything about solving space problems. I haven't been hired that ah, into solving man. homeless problems. You gotta I know. watch the new. Th- there's all kinds of problems in space. Yeah, Star they keep Wars. hearing this weird uh, high frequency sound. We don't know how to take care of that one. Yeah, and uh, trash in space. Mm-hmm. People are littering. Astronauts and all that well, throwing their Starbucks out. Okay, well I'll say this: if uh, any astronauts up there would like to uh, acquire my services to solve the uh, pollution problem in outer space, oh, how would you solve I'm the pollution problem? Uh, well, I mean, not, I haven't really given it a lot of thought, but right, right off the top of the head, I, I think what I would do is uh, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd adapt my rocket technology and take one of my rockets up into space, and then I would have with me a, a certain 
uh, net, if you will, uh, a la Superman 4, uh, the quest for peace, when he fought Nuclear Man in space and he took all the nuclear weapons and he had them in this kind of net. So I will have that kind of net and I will get all the trash together uh-huh. in, uh, in this net and then I will seal the net. Then I will strap rockets to the side of that net. How many rockets do you shoot have? it further off into space <laughs> where I will not bother anybody and the homeless out there can take care of it. You seem more like a mover than a problem solver. <laughs> now, you said, now you said that earlier, but I believe I solved the problem. Look, I mean, out of sight, out of mind, ignorance is bliss. I, Paul Smith, sign me up. All right, man. Uh, you know what? I like the cut of your jib, Connor. I like the cut of your hair. Thanks. Oh, I, I'm wearing a hat, but... Oh, I thought it was just an odd haircut. It. Yeah, oh, like yeah. that because I I thought I was like that's the greatest haircut I've ever seen. I, that's so inventive. It's the Portland, Oregon, Alabama hairstyle. It's but, a flat bill, straightforward <laughs> of hair. Well, well, uh, you know, all the seniors in Portland, Oregon, Alabama high school had to grow their uh, hair in in the shape of a hat. <laughs> it's kind of a rite of passage for Supreme so, Leader Paul Smith. So I actually did do that. Yeah, uh, okay. Yes. Everyone in that school, one hundred percent homeless. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, Unfortunately, um, the show has to come to an end. Well, that's too bad. Uh, we're going to go into our last segment of the show here. Yeah, we usually do plugs. Mm. Yeah, well, um, I've got some stuff to plug. I know you do, too. So yeah, yeah, sure. Go. Ooh, yeah. You ever heard about Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. I'm actually... Uh, I want a new plug. Okay. Tell us what's going on. Tell us all the stuff you're doing after I sing this song. Unfortunately, Paul Smith ran out of the room. I guess he got nervous from hearing the Huey Lewis in the news. But yeah, whoa, it's crazy. John whoa. whoa! Hey, John Guys, Wayne. holy holy crap, you will not believe it. I, when I, I just went out to go to the bathroom real quick. I'm sorry I was gone for so long, but I ran into the mayor out there, Anise Parker. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She was telling me about this mind-blowing plan uh, that... that the homeless John Wayne completely say soft. it no more we heard everything wow if you listen to the show tomorrow that comes out on iTunes Stitcher and wherever else you can get podcasts uh, uh, Connor save it for plug <gasps> we're in plug yeah but wait you're our guest you go first John Wayne what do you have to plug well I'm, I'm sorry I missed the whole second half of the show oh, well, yes. it's, it's usually the bad part about that, but <laughs> Uh, this time definitely probably was, but uh, check out my new book as seen on TV. Uh, it's on Amazon and Kindle, and it'll be at uh, JohnWayneIsDead.com, where you should go to the shop page to get all my other books. John Wayne is Dead's 12-inch record, our shirts, our new shirt, uh, all on the shop page there. Also check out my podcast, John Wayne Lied to You, a storytelling podcast that comes out every Monday. And if you're in Atlanta this weekend at Days of the Dead, I will be there with the table with the great and powerful David Barbie. Also, Nick P. will be in tow with me. And I do have a reading. Your boy is going to be reading at the con. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday, I believe that's at 3 o'clock. They've already got flyers and stuff out for that. So if you're in, if you're coming to the con and you're listening, please, come, come say hi. Let's party. It's going to be like my birthday weekend. We'll just like do shots and drink white wine and just do <laughs> crazy stuff. Okay. I love it. Yeah. All right, Ned, what do you got to plug? Futile Society Improv Troupe is at Secret Group every Thursday at 8 p.m., only $5. Uh, my art is still hanging up at uh, Devil in the Deep Brewery in Galveston, so if you're o- over there on the island, go check it out. Um, that's about it. F and Rager's got a show coming up February 15th over at Station Theater. Plug? Yeah. 
So uh, at Station Theater on February 15th, FM Raider will be having a live show. Finally, we're going back in front of a studio audience. Yeah. We're very, very excited for Back it. in the flesh, baby. The day before that, at Station Theater, I will be participating in Faking It uh, with Kelly Juno. Uh, it's a show that she does every year. She'll be on the show. That friend week. of the show. She is friend a friend of the, of the show. show. And a friend of mine. Yes. But not a friend of Paul Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that now? Uh, you got to listen to the second half of the show. He's a friend oh. of the show. Yeah. Um, oh. And then I would also like to plug uh, the show Lion's Share. Yeah. Um, friend of the show, Rahul Rao. He, Shouts uh, out, Rahul. Yeah. He's uh, the lead in it. It opens up tomorrow night, I believe. <laughs> and, uh, man, I wish I had a link. I, I, I think if you go to Dino Lion's Facebook page, mm-hmm. facebook.com, just search Dino Lion. They'll have all the Lion's Share information. Um, get a group, get a huge group going. I've heard Rahul talk about it. I think it's going to be yeah, it sounds like pretty incredible. See. It's an interactive theater performance. Mm-hmm. Please go check it out. Go support this local scene. And um, I don't really have anything else to plug. Well, that's perfect because the music's fading away, baby. That it is. And with that, I think our show's going to be uh, over for today. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.